हेलो दिस इज मनीषा पांडे फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज इन सीन यू डोंट यूजली विटनेस इन द नेशनल कैपिटल hundreds of delhi police personnel sat on a dharna today they had gathered outside the delhi police headquarters at ito to protest against the assault on police officers by lawyers on saturday officials of delhi police were seen wearing black bands and held placards in protest one of them read quote how's the josh low sir unquote at around noon the commissioner of delhi police amulya patnayak came out of his office to assure the protesting officers that their concerns will be looked into speaking to police personnel patnayak said quote we have to behave like a disciplined force the government and the people expect us to uphold the law it's our big responsibility i urge you to resume duty unquote he also told the police officers that a judicial probe is being carried out The current police protest should be seen in the context of a clash that broke out between police personnel and lawyers at the Tees Hazari Court complex in New Delhi on Saturday. The clash is said to have been sparked off by what else but a parking dispute between some police officers and a lawyer. At least 20 vehicles were vandalized and a police car was set ablaze in the violence. The police said that about 20 cops and 8 lawyers were injured in the clash. A journalist from a prominent news agency was also assaulted. Meanwhile the Bar Council of India has asked various bar bodies to identify lawyers who indulge in hooliganism and requested advocates to end their protests which are bringing a bad name to the institution. Bar Council of India chairman Manan Kumar Mishra said in a letter that sparing such quote unquote rowdy elements is tarnishing the image of the institution. He also said that it is the inaction and tolerance of bar bodies that encourage these advocates which would ultimately result in contempt proceedings by the high courts or supreme court. On Monday India decided that it will not be joining the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership or the RCEP. The RCEP is a trade deal between 16 countries involving 10 ASEAN countries, China, Japan, South Korea, Australia, New Zealand and India. Sources in the government told the Indian Express that the agreement fails to uphold its original intent and is not in India's interest. Another source familiar with the RCEP talks told Mint that one of the key factors that played a part in the decision was that there were no assurances on getting access to markets like China while the trade pact would have opened up India's market. Meanwhile back home Union Home Minister Amit Shah took to Twitter to welcome the Indian government's decision. He tweeted, "Quote, India's decision to not sign RCEP is a result of PM Narendra Modi's strong leadership and unflinching resolve to ensure national interest in all circumstances." Unquote. The move has also been appreciated by traders and some farmer groups. Amul, the country's leading milk supplier, called the decision of opting out of RCEP as landmark. Vikram Kiloskar who's the president of the Confederation of Indian Industries said quote CII appreciates government of India's stance on addressing all outstanding issues before joining RCEP unquote The BJP has issued a code of conduct for its party leaders to avoid any inflammatory remarks after the Supreme Court announces its verdict in the Ayodhya case this month In its meeting held across regions BJP party members have been warned to not make any statements on the day of the verdict until Prime Minister Narendra Modi or BJP President Amit Shah comments on it publicly. The Hindu reported that party leaders have been asked to avoid appearing on TV news debates during this period and to avoid any inflammatory statements on the party's behalf on the dispute. A senior leader said, "Quote, 
there's a list of do's and don'ts for the leaders on verdict day now the leaders should comment on it from the government side the prime minister will make a statement after the order comes and ministers should wait for it to get the direction from the party side the bjp president will come out with his comment first unquote Pakistan's Prime Minister Imran Khan has been facing public protests as thousands of people have flooded the streets under the leadership of one man called Maulana Fazlur Rahman. He is the leader of Jamiyat Ulema-e-Islam Fazl. The Azadi March led by Rahman is a kind of a deja vu for Prime Minister Khan who himself led one such march in 2014 to topple the then Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif's government. The protesters are demanding the resignation of Imran Khan and the convening of fresh parliamentary elections in the country without military oversight to avoid any allegations of rigging. They also want the implementation of the Pakistani constitution in letter and spirit. Rahman had given 48 hours to Imran Khan to resign from his office or else he threatened to initiate a plan B. The deadline ended Sunday night. Even though the present march seems strikingly similar to Imran Khan's Azadi march, women have been disallowed from joining Rahman's Azadi march. According to reports, Imran Khan today told a team negotiating an end to the opposition's Azadi march that he would accept all their demands except of course for the one calling for his resignation. Former RSS ideologue K.N. Govindacharya has filed a criminal suit against WhatsApp in the Supreme Court asking for a probe into Facebook and WhatsApp. The petition was filed in the wake of the revelation that WhatsApp was used to spy on at least two dozen Indian journalists and human rights activists in the run-up to the general elections. According to Times of India, the petition seeks an investigation by the National Investigation Agency against WhatsApp and Facebook. The petition also accuses the messaging app for misleading the government on its encryption security standards and it has sought a prayer to the Supreme Court to direct the government to stop any surveillance through Pegasus or other similar applications. The petition was filed against WhatsApp, Facebook Inc, the Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology and the Home Ministry. In a formal communication to the United Nations, the White House has stated that it will withdraw from the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement. The statement by US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo marks the first formal step in a one-year process of exiting from the agreement on climate change. Pompeo in his statement lauded the US's carbon pollution cuts and said that the Paris Agreement was an unfair economic burden on the country. The process of exiting from the Paris deal will be completed one year after the 2020 US presidential elections on November 4. The US will be the first country to walk out of the global agreement. Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadurappa has landed in trouble for a leaked tape that has gone viral. The leaked tape allegedly has Yadurappa stating that the BJP chief Amit Shah supervised and made all arrangements for the rebel Karnataka MLAs who were part of Operation Kamala that toppled the Congress and JDS government. BJP spokesperson Go Madhusudan defended the chief minister saying, quote, "He has been quoted out of context and such statements hold no good in any court of law as evidence." Unquote. According to the News Minute, sources in BJP say that an internal probe was ordered by Union Home Minister Amit Shah to find out who leaked the video of the party's core committee meeting. Before signing off, I'd like to recommend a story on newslaundry.com by my colleague Ayush Tiwari. Ayush went to Ayodhya and interviewed Ayodhya's TV sadhus, the Hindu priests you always see yelling on primetime shows. It's a fun read so do check it out and remember that reports like these cost resources, time, and money.
At News Laundry, we don't depend on ads from either corporations or governments. We depend on you, the reader, the listener, to step up and support our journalism so that we can do more ground reports like these. So do check it out and do consider subscribing to newslaundry.com. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.